Hi, David. Hi, Autumn. I heard you watched an interesting movie recently. <laughs> oh, I watched... Have you ever sat back and watched a dumpster be lit on fire? Because that's what I watched. <laughs> and this movie, unfortunately, has a protagonist. The main character's name is also David, <laughs> which I have the displeasure of sharing that name with. And he proceeds to have an affair with his in-law right behind a sibling's back okay and you know it's all going good and well until you know david finds the love interest of the movie and of course you know lies to the love interest yada 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 keeps everything a secret until everything gets out so the entire movie is him justifying his behavior until i would say what the last 15 minutes and then as his world is crumbling down, the love interest swoops in at the very end and rescues him. <laughs> Disgusting. Okay, but uh, is it gay? Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> that was a beautiful summary. Oh my God. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> uh, hi, everyone. Welcome to Okay, But Is It Gay? Uh, season 2. This is the first episode of Season 2. I really wanted to open with Soft Lad because it was the movie that started the whole process. Oh my God, I'm honored. <laughs> <laughs> this was... Um, one of, if not the first, weird, bad gay movie that Autumn and I watched. And I have a very distinct memory of hanging out on our friend's porch, describing the plot of this movie to an agaped audience. <laughs> Just like, and then this happens, and then this happens, and he's doing this the whole time. And them going like, what? What? You know, my first memory of this movie was, you know, oh, it's, you know, I was a wee lad in high school. You know, I was naive myself. <laughs> and, you know, I remember watching this movie on what Logo, I think. Um, obviously, <laughs> when my dad wasn't home. So I was watching this movie and thought, oh, this movie is, is, is it's kind of adorable. What? Okay, it's a, it's a sad movie. I know, right? Um, I thought this movie was like, oh, it's, it's a sad movie with a happy ending. Okay, but now rewatching it. Okay, I understand that this movie is it's trash. <laughs> it's not. It's not good. There's no defending. The only good character in this entire movie is Jane. Yeah. And she gets the most shafted. Mm -hmm. Jane did nothing. All wrong. the consequences. All the consequences of the movie fall on her. Pretty much. Uh, so yeah. uh, our friends from season one might be wondering who who is this David fella who has joined <laughs> us. Uh, season two is season two. F is for friends uh, because we're gonna have guests on every episode to talk about a movie that they've seen and or liked and or want to rant about. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're starting it off with Soft Lad, twenty fifteen 
which was written and directed by the same person, and that person's name is Leon Lopez. I hate that man. Yeah. It's about a guy. <laughs> it's it's about a, a young dancer. He does like rhythmic ballet, or maybe it's like uh, like modern expressive. He does a little bit of it at the, at the beginning. I'm not super familiar with dance genres, uh, but he's a dancer. And, uh, yeah, he's having an affair with his brother-in-law. And, uh, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. should probably discuss warnings for this one, since there are so many. There are so many. I have a list. <laughs> oh, um, ho- homophobia, infidelity, sexual themes. Mm. Although, I don't think that there are any, like, frank sex scenes. No. But there is one yeah. uh, very heavy making out within the first five minutes. <laughs> uh partial nudity people are in their underwear a Ooh. lot uh, yep domestic abuse and violence attempted sexual assault discussions of hiv and homophobic slurs yes and drugs i don't even remember if you said and drugs. Oh, drugs oh also drugs there are drugs it's uh like legally distinct from cocaine it's methadrone was the yes. drug it was methadrone mixed with cocaine hmm that doesn't seem safe. No, it's not safe. It's You're mixing two <laughs> stimulants together. Like, no, like, methadrone... Uh, like, they give people methadone, right? For, like... Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what's it... For, uh... Withdrawals? Or something? During, mm-hmm. re- uh, like, rehabilitation? I don't know what methadrone mm-hmm. is. I don't... Yeah. Because if you Google it, um, Google is just like, did you mean methadone? Yeah. So he probably meant <laughs> to say methadone mixed with cocaine so that might have just been a, oh, a wait. typo meth methadrone methadrone methyl meth methyl is a stimulant drug oh, okay which means it speeds up the messages traveling between the brain and the body okay according to adf.org.au okay so it is it does exist and we're just woefully ignorant Maybe it's not big in the states. Maybe not, but if it's a stimulant drug, then it's it, it sounds like it's the stuff I t- like the stuff I mm-hmm. take for my ADHD, and you're mixing that with cocaine. And you probably shouldn't mix it with cocaine. And alcohol. Yeah. They were also drinking. <laughs> Which, uh, uh, yeah. That scene isn't for a little while. Yeah. That scene is about 25 minutes into the movie. I know this because about 35 into the minutes into the movie, I texted Autumn and I was like, hot take, soft lad isn't actually bad. Okay. And the problem okay. with sending that message 35 minutes into the movie is that it literally just starts going downhill from there. I was so offended when I received that yeah, message. I-, <laughs> I just want you to know. I literally stood there, stared at my phone. If you stop 35 minutes into this movie, this is a short film about a man in a toxic relationship who breaks up with the that toxic person and gets into a new relationship and makes his life better and also is has gotten his dream job. I still hate it, though. Like there's, I really hate every in. decision David yeah, makes. Yeah, like... I really yeah, hate Yeah, yeah, he makes so many I'm in David no, Apollo. No, no. No. Okay. <laughs> the David Defender oh. has logged on. Okay, so it's a 2v1 right now. Like you can't <laughs> defend the absolute just the, the, like the fuckery that he I just, puts himself through. I just can't imagine hating your sibling that much. He made some bad decisions and got himself 
got himself into a very difficult situation where he was in a relationship with a violent abuser and I will defend him. Why would you ever, who can hate their sibling that much? Mm-hmm. I don't, that's, what? And like, he, he gave no indication <laughs> right. that he actually hated her. If anything, like, he loves her to death. Which is even more disgusting. All the evidence says that they have an amazing relationship, and yet he clearly hates her. That, no, no. You're putting all of it on him. Jules is evil. As if David doesn't have free will here. Like, (laughs) no. David said, actually, I want to hate my sister. This movie opens with some dancing... And this is the lad of the title. Soft lad is an idiom uh, popular, especially in Liverpool, which means uh, dumbass. But especially like a young knight. Yeah, he definitely is soft. (laughs) (laughs) This is a movie that takes place mostly in voicemail messages. Yeah. The first of which is David leaves a message on... A massage. On Jules's... Right, Jules's answering machine... Uh, like message is leave a massage and that's how we know yeah. that he's the villain why does no one text in this movie also <laughs> because they don't have the budget for the to put the text message graphics on screen <laughs> yeah like this movie felt super cheap okay and like that's not that expensive <laughs> for a little bit of words Look, the camera could have zoomed in on like the phone screen, and we could have seen the words. You that sound way. like you devalue graphic designers' labor. Digression oh, well, into camera work, into cinematography for a second. This movie had some of the shittiest cinematography yeah. <laughs> I've ever yeah. seen. Like, like during, oh, yeah. uh, and we'll get to this part when Jules and David were were, we're, gonna cast this were making out in the kitchen, and like during the first yeah. five minutes, right I knew you after that, talk about that super ugly exchange. Like there was, I couldn't tell if the like the video player I was using was like tweaking out or if my internet was bad. No, the movie is like the cinematography is just that bad. Like it's this in and out focus for no reason. Mm-hmm. Because it wants it to be jarring. No. It wants it to be ugly and gross then, and for us no. to feel bad. You can shake the camera and not blur my vision. Like I'm not going to go blind by looking at these two make out. You know, I, you're not supposed to be so violently reminded of like the cameraman in every shot and yet i was so violently reminded of the cameraman in every shot he like zooms in on weird stuff the lighting is terrible i don't know why they don't have any lightings yeah when david's when david's walking in on the phone like there are two distinct like crotch shots and then when jules walks in in his underwear crotch shot like Mm -hmm. we see full bulge yeah, I didn't want to see that. During the, the confession scene in the kitchen at the end, oh. I have several notes about how I like the... the, the no. The no! Why it are was you the worst. me? It was the worst. This is the it... episode where Hal gets bullied. Because you're wrong. I have notes saying that this scene was unwatchable because of the cinematography. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. He, like, the cameraman was, like, up in their face. Like, I don't get it. Like, mm. he was, like, down below looking up at them. Like, I don't understand why you needed to do that. Like, did so he, like, like, did he want to just, like, did he want to smell Sam's, like, neck hairs or something? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> or, like, or, like, so... or Jules's, like, chin. Because <laughs> when Jules is, like, breaking down crying, the, the camera just, like, tweaks. Has this, like, conniption. <laughs> 
And I don't <laughs> get it. It just like why? Like you're making this ugly dude even uglier. Yeah. But in the worst way possible. <laughs> so our main character, uh, his name's David, and he leaves a message on Jules' machine while he and his friend Stacy walk to Jules's house. There's some light misogyny. I should maybe have put that in the warnings. Where like Stacy just gets bullied a lot during the first couple of scenes for no reason. Um, yeah, for being a dumb blonde. Yeah, what was the yeah. line? Like, what was the and line? For wearing heels. Jane said she was the the blonde with big tits and a foghorn for a mouth. Yeah. yeah. Come. Okay. There's something Jane did wrong. Oh, you know what? No, yeah. no. Jane <laughs> is still the most normal person in this movie. Yes, that doesn't yeah. make her perfect, though. No, it doesn't make her perfect. Yeah, but it, also it's normal for people to have internalized misogyny, and she should maybe work on yeah. that. So they're here to tell Jules that David got into uh, his dream dance company. This means that he will have to move to London and from Liverpool. And Jules is not handling that very well. He's not appropriately excited, and uh, he doesn't want... David to be outside of his sphere of control. I think, and so he's like, mm. I think that the, the the scene in the beginning with the like in the kitchen when David and uh like that like that moment between those three, I think that was probably the mm-hmm. best shot in the movie, in my opinion, because like mm-hmm. Jules looks like visibly devastated but trying to hide it, and it's just really awkward. I thought that was good. That was the also- only redeeming thing in the movie. When they arrive at Jules's house, he yeah. opens the door and David's like, we were just looking for you as they're at his house. Yeah, like, what the, f- <laughs> like, of course he's gonna What is there. this dialogue? What it's is so bad. Dialogue? Like, humans don't act like this. No. Mm. These are not humans. These are robots. Yeah. Uh, Stacy leaves the room after they have this conversation, and that means Jules is free to be a creep. Yeah, he, like, steps weirdly close to him for no reason. They just breathe at each yeah. other. I was, he's... yeah, I was scared he was going to hit him or something. Yeah! Like, I thought, like, he was going to smack him or some shit, like... The the actor who's playing Jules does a very good job of portraying a very normal kind of malice. Yes. Hmm. Jules is evil, but in an extremely mundane way. Jules' actor was good. He is a vile manipulator, and I hate him. So Jules, okay, so here's some things we can cover right now. Jane best character <laughs> Jules' actor best actor because mm-hmm. i think Jules's actor i think is probably the most experienced actor mm-hmm. of all of them possibly possibly let me let me i got the cast list up here he's played by daniel brocklebank oh <laughs> my god what How... are english surnames da- daniel brocklebank that feels so funny. One of his, like, main pictures that comes up on Google is very spicy. Oh, hi. Hello. <laughs> I wish the audience could see this. Damn! Okay. <laughs> he received the Best Actor Award at the Les Guy Cinemad International Film Festival for his role in Release. He also starred in The Hole. No shade to either of those movies, but the two of them next to each other are very sus. He was in Shakespeare in Love. He was in Merlin. Ew, like, I hate this picture. Like old, like old school <laughs> British movies. Like 90s British, like late 90s, early 2000s British movies. Mm-hmm. So 
I would say, yeah, probably the most experienced. I really hate when this man looks at me in pictures. Yeah, he's got that smolder. I'm filled with, like, such rage. Okay, I can't agree. He's kind of he's hot. No! <laughs> he is. He's <laughs> not attractive. Yes, he is. David consistently has the worst taste in men in our friend group, I think. <laughs> that's true. What do you mean? Uh, that's bullshit. Have you, have you talked to Z? Have you talked to me? <laughs> no, but we will when it's time to talk about Third Man Out in a couple oh weeks. Actually, actually, Zoa has the worst. Oh my God. I'm still traumatized. Oh, um, right. <laughs> they did want to bang that vampire. Oh, no. Yeah, that was. No, not yeah. the vampire, the wannabe vampire. No. Oh, so bad. <laughs> These are all previews, too. <laughs> so bad. But. Um, Jules' actor is not at all attractive. I hate his face. I'm sorry to anyone who... Uh, it's like a, it's like a older, more refined Tom Hiddleston. Does that make sense? No! Yeah. How dare you no. compare I, the I can see the comparison. Yeah. I can see the comparison, but it's like a worse Hiddleston. Like, like great value. Like, you still buy it, because it still does the thing that you <laughs> want it to do, but it's not as good. No. It's broken. Like, it's Tom broken. Hiddleston is not conventionally attractive, no. but he has a vibe, and he carries himself in a very specific way, and also he plays sexy characters, and so we are attracted to him. Jules's actor is is not conventionally attractive in like the same ways, and also Jules as a character is vile and repulsive, yes. and therefore we are not attracted no. to him. Exactly, yeah. Those two actors will make the exact same expression in a picture, and I trust Tom Hiddleston, and I just want to punch this man. Because of the vibe. Because of the vibe. It's the vibe. Not from the rule, though. I'm just saying, (laughs) as a person, I'm separating him from the rule of Jules. (laughs) So we're two minutes into this movie. Stop flirting with each other in front of people. You're literally having an affair. They're not slick. They're not slick about it. Like, Jane. Uh, No, not at all. They are having eye sex in this kitchen. Jane is so oblivious. When Jane is home. Jane is home. She's literally in front of them while they're doing it. And, like, their kid is there. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Steph is also a dancer. She's, like, 11 or 12. She wants to be a dancer, just like her Uncle David. It's very cute. Like, I was shook at first when she said uncle. I was like, like, legit uncle? And then it set in, like, oh my god, he, he's fucking his brother-in-law. I'm like, mm-hmm. how did this not dawn on me earlier? And I was, <laughs> I was like, from there, like, that's when the movie just completely lost. I mean, it lost me at the first kiss, like, the crotch shots, but... Mm-hmm. Ugh. Uh, and I don't like anyone's acting in this movie no. either. They're all just, like, standing in this kitchen unsure what to do with their hands and also mm-hmm. their faces. I feel like they just don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's the directing? There is no director. <laughs> yeah, Leon. Leon Lopez is a horrible director. <laughs> we haven't seen his other movies. This is enough. Yeah, I think this is quite <laughs> enough. It's, it's so bad. They literally don't know what to do with their bodies, and we just get these awkward pauses. The music in this scene sounds like mermaid singing. Yeah. <laughs> The soundtrack for this movie is horrid. What's going on is, like, Jane is trying to pressure her younger brother into drinking. And Jules is making really intense eye contact with David to set up this dynamic of 
David being pressured into things and also like sort of not standing up for himself. See, I didn't get the vibe that David was having a bad time with this so-called pressure. He doesn't realize that he's having a bad time yet. This is what he Yeah, I can agree with that. Well, yeah, but like, I don't know. I just, I think it's just because David keeps making bad choices. Not as much that Jules is like controlling every aspect of his And also life. like... He wants to. Okay, so if when, when, when Stacy left the room, if Jules would have went like ballistic on David, then yeah. I could have been like, okay, this relationship, it, it, like, it's it's abusive. Like, I mean, it is abusive, but it's like, now it's, it's you know, it's something that we can recognize as abusive instead of having to like, kind of like think about it, you know, over a long period of time. But how it panned out, like, it gave the impression that David does have the choice to like, just leave like jules gave no hint that he was gonna like make him stay right i didn't feel like his choices were ever taken away no even in the car scene later like when they were arguing in the car like he's like jules is like no you need to go like you have to go and david of course being the what i write down here dumb twink said (laughs) that if you told me to stay i'd stay so this movie is trying to like present us with a relationship that yes it, it is in fact abusive jules is definitely manipulating david but it, it's trying to decide how it wants to present it and when to present it because there's like a scene later. So then Jane leaves the room. She's still in the house. She just left the room because Steph has to go to dance class and it's right after school. So she's in her uniform. And so they're waiting. She's waiting for Steph to come down in her like dance clothes. She's still in the room. This kitchen doesn't have a door. There's just an archway. Very open kitchen. And they f- full on start talking about how they are definitely having an affair. David is upset that Jules isn't happy for him. Jules isn't happy for him because, like, if he moves to London, then they won't be able to continue their affair. Yeah, easily. why are you like this, Jules? Why are you being like this? Shut mm-hmm. up. And then they bang, <laughs> the and they bang in the kitchen after Jane and Steph yeah. leave. Like, the moment that door closes, they are they are making out. Like, mm-hmm. And this is the shaky cam that we were talking this, about. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. It's not even shaky. It's just like the folk. Like he literally. Okay, so the cameraman just. Yeah, it's like out of he, focus. I he, think that really it's on purpose. He yeah. tilts the camera, and then the only jarring moments are the focus going in and out. Like that's not how you do jarring. Like it's not done well. I just hated done. what it chose to zoom in on. <laughs> like at certain points, we like zoom in on nothing but their chins or something. Yeah, chins. And like, what are we and doing butts. here? And like, okay, if Jules's actor had a butt then like okay i guess you can exploit that but like when he was standing there in that suit there's no nothing there like there's nothing to show off like if you're gonna exploit bodies like at least to have someone that has it like i i'm not excusing it but and even when like david and what's her name stacy first walked up to jules's house like so nothing's happening they're literally just walking up to the front door even then like we zoomed in on their butts for no reason yeah. waiting in front of the door instead of literally anything else and it made no sense i'd rather see their faces like the anticipation of like her leave like yeah. so when when jules first turned his head and gave that look of like waiting for her to leave like if it would have just stayed there that would have been fine but then we cut to butt. I don't know why we need to cut to butt. <laughs> so then we get this scene where uh, Jules comes in. It's later. And Jules comes into the kitchen wearing nothing but a button-down shirt and his underpants. And this yep. man is having a whole affair and has the nerve to wolf Audacity. whistle at his wife. Yep. She thinks that he's high because he's so horny. <laughs> and then we learn um, 
They hadn't had sex since Jules went away on some trip. Mm-hmm. To Paris, which we yeah, know. Paris in quotation which marks. Which we know Paris. he had many affairs. Oh, not Paris. It was the, the Lake dish, the, the lake District. It was really the Lake District, but she, he said that it was a work trip to Paris. Yeah. Yeah, poor Jane. Jules is gay and homophobic. I swear, because he's yeah. in the closet. <laughs> not all closeted people are homophobic. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah with your gay boy brother around and then when obviously when david comes in he's like well what's up gay boy yeah he's like super homophobic to him suddenly for no reason yeah which then again the movie's trying to say like abusive relationship but i'm like well mm-hmm. then but like earlier it was mutual but now it's like i don't get it like what do you want us to think tell me i i am dumb <laughs> audience member <laughs> i need you to tell me so then Jane asks, uh, Jules leaves to go put some pants on because they're in the kitchen. Go put some pants on. And Jane asks David what he thinks about how he feels about the dance company appointment. And he's like, oh, that's the first time that anyone's actually asked me how I feel. And it's actually like a really nice touching moment. It is, but I hated this conversation. It made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> Because David Which... is hung up on Jules, and <laughs> exactly. Jade knows that he's hung up on a guy, but doesn't know who the guy is, and so she's yeah. giving him this advice of like, listen, you should go, go do the dance thing. If he loves you, then he'll wait for you, or he'll go to London with you. And he's like, oh, mm, eh. yeah, and like it was uncomfortable, and it was a, it was good because of that. Like also the camera work was again weird for no reason. <laughs> yeah. It would like awkwardly cut away to be like this establishing distant shot and it was so dark in the kitchen like by the table where they were sitting <laughs> that I could no longer see their faces properly. <laughs> what why are you doing like, that? Like I've seen movies where like trying to convey a scene of importance like in a, in a very serious conversation with like a dark kitchen with like uh exaggerated lighting on the table like that's the way to do it but like the mm-hmm. lighting was like the kitchen wasn't dark because the hallway light was on and then there were candles in the like kitchen like in, on the dining room table so the kitchen looked like gray and it just looked unpleasant if that yeah. makes sense it was just distracting too how many times it would cut between like weirdly close ups on their faces yeah. to this distant establishing shot yeah I hated it. it kept cutting back and forth like that. Also, then we get this uh, really good uh, little action where Jane like brings up the mystery man that David is hung up with, hung up on, and Jules like swaggers through the door. <laughs> like he's yeah. Are you talking about me? Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, my ears were burning." Were you guys talking about me? Like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Like, I swear, poor Jane, like, how did she not get it? Like, it, does, it doesn't occur to her that these two people that she cares about in her life would betray her in this way. But they're not slick about it. But it, she really just not. does not live in a reality where this could be possible. That's true. Because, the, like, the... Denial is Yeah, she powerful. said, like, her sham of a life, at the end, her sham of a life, blah, 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 the life she thought she had. Mm-hmm. And then David makes really meaningful eye contact with Jules and says, if you want something bad enough, it'll wait for you. <laughs> and, which, which then horrible. prompts the conversation that they have in the car. Which like, is like just... Unwittingly, Jane has convinced David to go after her husband. <laughs> and David's like, okay, cool. And Jules is like, wait, no. I One, I can't do that. And two, you need to go do your thing. 
So for once, like Jules had yeah. Jules had a moment of clarity, saying like you need to stop being a fucking child. No, no, no it's not clarity. It's he's only interested. That's true. It's it, supporting David's dreams when those dreams it, like support it, it, him still having this affair. That's okay. He's like, okay. no, it's bad. David's but, like, I will yeah, stay here and we can be together. And Jules is like, absolutely not. That is the line. Okay. If you see it like that, yeah. So Jules is driving David home. They have an argument about Jules's commitment to their illicit affair. David wants him to leave his wife. And go to London. He's like full... This conversation is where David expresses absolutely no like empathy for his no. family, especially his sister. Clearly, like through words and actions here and elsewhere does not at all care about his like sister. who i mean which it was just crazy because the movie has so far has presented us that he loves his sister very much like you could tell during the mm -hmm. during the table scene when he is getting like visibly uncomfortable mm -hmm. like trying to answer these questions or trying to like he's like please change the subject like he loves his sister and wants to protect her but then yeah like autumn said like that all just drops in an instant I have written here, I know that you're in love, but this man has a whole family, and you knew that when you got together. Please heal. Yeah, Yeah, and he, like, yells at Jules. He's, like, upset that he um, has to lie to family. That's a quote. I wrote that down specifically. And then, but I'm thinking, like, no one's making you lie to your Jules family, is. though. I don't even... I don't, like, Jules wants it to be kept secret, and I know that. I just feel like he has a lot of options here. And he's only picking the option that hurts his sister. And, like, at any point, I felt, I had this feeling in my, at any point during this movie that David could tell Jane. And David would be fine. Mm. Like, like, physically okay. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This is essentially David breaking them up. Uh, he's like, no, I can't do this anymore. Gets out of the car. Then we get this, like, short sequence of Jane, like, leaving a message on Jules' answering machine, asking him to, like, pick some stuff up, and also to come home and bang. And she's some also milk. now naked in the kitchen. Um, in a blue and Jules... thong. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I needed to see that. <laughs> and Jules lies and says that he got called into the office, which is our first hint that Jules is not just sleeping with David. Yeah, because he's in that dark parking lot deal, mm -hmm. which we learn later is a park. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but then David tells Stacy about the affair, <laughs> and Stacy's like, like, I get the appeal, he's sexy, and it's like, he's not sexy, he's sinister. He's evil. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, he's really not a He looks like they, a Bond villain. And what got me the most is that they're both talking about it like, like, they're trying to justify it. Like, Stacy wants him to go to dance, like, to the dance troupe, but if he's doing this thing on the side, it, it's whatever. Like it, like she wasn't like no, you need like to she like, is specifically, stop. she is specifically talking him not into not staying and to be with Jules. He's yeah. fully on like I want to stay and be with Jules, and she's like no, you do not. What she didn't say was you need to just end it with Jules, mm -hmm. completely. So if then he we went learn... off, yeah, go out, yeah. Then we learn that the first time that Jules and David slept together, they were drunk at. Family Christmas. If you're gonna cheat on your wife, don't do it at family Christmas. That is, that's that was true. Disgusting. He's like, and he remembered. <laughs> he, I wrote it down. Like he remembered it fondly. Like he was like reminiscing. <laughs> yeah, he ew. was reminiscing yeah. about it. It was disgusting. 
And then he says that every holiday after that, they would just get drunk and bang. Amazing. And in between, yeah. And supposedly the niece is also home, like asleep. Supposedly. So, like, that's extra gross. I just kept thinking of her somewhere in this house. Justice for Steph. Yeah. Steph and Jane need a Mad Max spinoff of this, of this movie, <laughs> where they get vengeance upon Jules and David. Uh, so then they go to the club together where David meets Sam, who gives him some drugs. They're, like, dancing together, and then Sam, like, goes to snort something, and David's like, oh, can I also snort something? Doesn't ask and then, what like, it is. And then, like, rips it out of his hands. <laughs> Right, so you'd like most like you know the gay nightclub culture, drugs and alcohol. If it's methadrone and cocaine, right, gay culture is associated with like stimulants. So like, of course they're gonna throw that in there. And in the background of this shot, you can just see Stacy absolutely breaking her neck to see what they're doing. Like looking, I thought she was gen- <laughs> like I thought it was like oh shit, like he's in trouble, like type stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, a friend worried about her friend, which makes sense. Yeah, that that definitely seems to be the vibe. But then later, okay, when we get to them, uh, when David helps Stacy move in, Mm -hmm. we get to that. That's why I have some some words for that. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Um, then we get some more voicemails. David's mom is worried. Stacy is also worried. Jane's worried. Mm-hmm. David's fine, though. He just, he's just on uh, Sam's couch, can't remember his name. Is very honest about it. If you can't remember your hookup's name the next morning, just be honest. <laughs> I was terrified that this, like, I, I was, like, anxious that this movie was going to take, like, a really dark turn. Like, because I, I, when I watched it, I, I couldn't remember it. I just remember being, uh-huh. like, really sad and then having a happy ending. Mm-hmm. But, like, I thought it was, like, I just, like, holy shit. Like, because it gave you those vibes that, like, those voicemails, the worry, like, something bad happened. Mm-hmm. And it's just this dumbass who had unprotected sex. <laughs> like, at times, I really think that this movie would be a very good, thr- like, thriller. Like, murder thriller. Mm-hmm. And instead, it's a 90-minute PSA yeah. about uh, having safe sex. About having, yeah, safe sex with your... A fucking brother-in-law, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, hi, David told Sam that he was a virgin. This is just a lie that he is used to telling because Jules is the only person he's ever had sex with. And so if he admits that he has lost his virginity, people are going to be like, oh, yeah, who's the lucky guy? And he can't do that. Yeah, but you should be honest with the people you're hooking up with. Yes. Uh... He's also, like, upset that they had unprotected sex. Sam is like, oh yeah, I always use condoms, but we didn't have any that don't have penetrative sex. Which is also kind of a lie. Mm-hmm. Because, because Sam, Sam come, Sam like said like what his status was. Mm-hmm. Or no, David said what it was to Jules. Mm-hmm. And wasn't it like positive undetectable or something like that? No, David is positive undetectable. Okay. Sam's negative. Okay, okay, okay. They did not make that clear. Because they were so yeah. quiet. <laughs> Sam is very worried. Jules calls David, and David has no time for that. You know, he's been getting voicemails from worried family. And so Sam is like, no, you should answer it. It's fine. And Jules, like, demands to know where David is. He just says, address. It, this man is scary. Yeah. Yeah, this scene was the, this was the only scene to me that 
it really did feel like the relationship was abusive, like potentially physically and not just like weird emotional abuse because he was really mm-hmm. creepy. Yeah. And like, you're not his dad. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. are you acting like his father? Yeah, trying to like extend the that fetish <laughs> to, like, reality. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Jules not being his dad, uh, when Sam is worried and asks David who that was, uh, he says it was his yeah. dad. <laughs> he's like, right, he's yeah. not my boyfriend. He's my dad. That's why I call him by his first name. <laughs> In queer culture, we would call that dad. <laughs> stop. So everyone stop. knows. Stop. I mean, so he wasn't lying. No, he was. He was, but he wasn't. <laughs> David, I please. I mean, am I lying though? I, I'm, I'm being, I'm being serious. So then, look, this, I, this is a part of our culture. <laughs> we need to acknowledge its existence. But that's not how we meant it. No. I know. I understand that. <laughs> it was meant as a lie. But it could have, it double meaning. <laughs> Which they don't explore. Oh. Like, we don't get those exactly. elements in their relationship at all. No. No, there's no... Because this movie's very normal, <laughs> there's no there's no kinky shit. <laughs> also because every time they kiss, I would visi- visibly cringe, mm. so... Yeah, not very good or convincing. Uh, then Sam asks David a couple questions. He's like, genuinely like, are you okay kind of stuff. And because David is so used to jewels and also so used to, like, the toxic environment of having to hide an illicit affair, he lashes out. Then Sam is like, whoa, whoa, are you okay? And David's like, thank you for treating me decently. And if someone, hey, quick PSA for real life. (laughs) If you're with a person, if they're your friend, if you're hooking up, if you're in a relationship, whatever it is. And they thank you for behaving normally and decently toward them. Don't laugh. Yeah, that's such a red flag. That too. They are in a situation or have been in a situation. Also, like, kind of didn't treat you like a human being at first. Kind of like he doesn't remember last night, like like the previous night. Well, Sam remembers. David doesn't remember because drugs. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, which is the issue. Which can be an issue. But, like, he was being kind that morning. He, like, made them tea. Yeah. He's worried about yeah. him getting yelled at on the phone. He, like, wants okay. to see him again. And David, who is used to vile manipulator Jules, is like, oh, thanks. Yeah, well, this is nice. Uh, so Jules does pick David up from Sam's house. He's mad that David hooked up with someone, and it is not his business. Also, it never was. It wasn't. But also, side note, this movie's also perpetuating that, like, if you're in a like abusive relationship, that, like... Because uh, Sam, we never got Sam's age, but, like, he's like, I'm too old for that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, like, 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 an older man will come and sweep you up. <laughs> like, an older masculine man. Because, <laughs> like, obviously... Like, because during the, when they were walking out of the movies, and he's like, oh, I don't do musicals. Like, I don't do musicals because... I think I don't like <laughs> But like, yeah, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's true. I never thought about that. Ugh. Don't ruin Sam for me. There's very little in this movie that I don't hate. <laughs> like, Sam and Jane are the two, like... Sam's a big weirdo. Sam, mm. Sam, yeah, he, he he's a weirdo that played himself at the end. I mean, yeah, they're all weird. <laughs> no, they're all weird. They're all weird. They're all, well, they're, yeah, I can't talk. They're all weird because none of them act like human beings. Yeah. Because this is a Hallmark movie, like, we're not watching human behavior. We're watching 
I don't know, sim- like a simulation. <laughs> Uh, David implies that he might see Sam again, and Jules is shocked and hurt. You want me to care about that bitch? I don't. Yeah. I don't even understand why he's surprised because of the fight that they like just had and everything. Because he is a vile manipulator. And Jules has regularly been hooking up with other people. Yes, he can hook up with other people. David can't. Yeah. It's just very annoying. So again, the movie's like, okay, this is a abusive relationship. Yeah. But then we get a, like later moments when it's like, oh no, David can choose his own life. Because then for eight weeks, man goes ghost. Mm-hmm. We get a montage with Sam. of Sam and David hanging out. Uh, Sam gets introduced to David's other friends. He's like reconnecting with people he had been isolated from because of Jules. And it's good and mm-hmm. fine and nice. It's good doing a bunch of cute stuff together that those yeah hallmark this is the point where i texted autumn i was like this movie isn't actually that bad (laughs) that's that's cap that's (laughs) listen if the credits roll there it's fine it's just a nice short film about a man getting out of an abusive relationship no i see i still (laughs) because david is so much in his own up his own ass and in denial about like how he is hurting jane Uh And he never fully, I feel like, takes responsibility for that or seems to fully realize how much he chose to, like, acting like he was, like, forced into this relationship or something when he wasn't. He always had the choice to tell Jane about it or just not have sex with Jules. Like, you can make yourself in situations where you're not alone with him when he's getting Mm. drunk. Like, because this movie is so, like, like, uncanny... Like, it's so, like, robotic. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not giving me the impression, like, like we've been saying this, this entire time, it doesn't give us the impression, or at least me, that David is, you know, in any, like, physical danger if he does anything about this. Mm-hmm. Or he definitely doesn't think he is. He doesn't think he is. For eight weeks, man goes ghost, mm-hmm. and he's having the time of his life. Yeah. And Jules is having, like, an emotional breakdown. Cause he he's can't pouting. See his... His, his booty call anymore he's pouting because he can't see his booty call <laughs> then we get the scene where uh david is helping either stacy is helping david pack up for london or stacy is one of them is moving no stacy is moving into the place mm, okay so yeah david is helping stacy move in. okay oh stacy was so weird in yeah with no setup yes okay yeah. So I I have notes about this shit. <laughs> David's like moving, so like, moving over Sam because it's been two months and he's like still super infatuated with him and he's like, oh Sam's so great and Stacy's mad for no reason. Like this was not yes. set up. Like how dare you like your boyfriend yeah. is basically right. her stance here. After like, like we've seen her also hanging out with him and Sam during that montage, prominently in that yeah. montage, third wheeling third wheeling like super hard and we never see her upset during the montage like yeah. she's laughing she's having we a also good don't time. see that and... see them leave her behind during the montage she's right. not isolated she's not at being all. excluded yeah. yeah um so then after seeing that like she gets unreasonably mad for him being in a relationship mm-hmm. um and want in agreeing to see his partner um i'm like okay so the club scene when she's like breaking her neck to find him look for him right then so she's looking out of jealousy mm. so i'm like okay right here this scene just ruined this character mm-hmm. yeah and this is no setup and like this is the last time we see stacy yeah honestly oh god is yeah. it really 
Yeah. Oh, that's so stupid. The movie just acts Oh, no, her. actually, we, we get one more scene with her and Jules. Oh, right, yeah, he, like, threatens her mm-hmm. or something. That was weird. Oh, yeah, yeah. and Jules is being a yeah, mega-stalker. Yeah, also, like, I put my life on hold to pursue your dream. What does that even... What? Who asked you to do that? <laughs> so you're, like, so now David is, like, beholden to your friendship yeah like, what kind of that's... friendship why is all of david's relationships toxic <laughs> like very like this kid doesn't know any better and he's 22 like like i said before uh hal and i were talking before the before the podcast and i said if this kid was like like 18 19 this would all make sense like his naivety his dumb decisions everything would just make sense mm-hmm. but he's 22 he's an adult like he's not a baby. Mm, I was a baby when I was twenty-two. I I I don't know. But you can't be this oblivious about everything. Mm-hmm. You can't. And you even at eighteen have to be at this point fully responsible at the very least for intentionally hurting your sister like mm-hmm. this. Like he does not care. Like he is a sociopath in every regard don't, hey, like he just doesn't care don't be mean to people with sociopathy i i understand but he's he cares when his life is changed like when he learned his status that's when he like realized that this is serious and i'm like oh you oh this now now is when you're thinking about other people that's crazy bro that's how i feel and he's really inconsistent with it too like there's a yeah. scene where he's like I'll gladly run away from all of my family. I don't care if they get hurt. And then in like the very next scene, he's like, how dare you suggest that I tell Jane about this? It would hurt her feelings. Yeah, and I'm like, you What's have the to truth? tell her. Exactly. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? This movie is giving me, is just sending mixed It's like they mm-hmm. want us to think that David is having an arc, but they're not showing us the progress of that arc. He's just moving between the points without the actual connective tissue. Shit, even mm-hmm. Jules has a better arc <laughs> than, than, than the main character. Like, we see his complete, like, just complete downfall. Unraveling. From, like, <laughs> uh, like, his complete unraveling from, like, start to finish. And, like... David just, yeah, point to point. Like, thing happens, next thing happens. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, none of this connects. Like, there, like he's not facing the consequences of his decisions. Like, he never, like, when we get to the end, that's, mm-hmm. yeah. Also in this scene, David says that Sam's it for him. Which, first of all, you've only been together for two months, so Two months, down. and it's the, and it's the, your first boyfriend <laughs> ever. And, ever. like, he still won't tell Sam about Jules, so what kind of relationship are you really creating? Can I ask exactly. a question? Why does yeah. he need to do okay. that? Tell him about yeah, Jules. Yeah, they're over. You are, you are. They're over. Okay. Be- I they- feel like because he intentionally lied about his sexual history, that that's a thing that you shouldn't be doing if you want an honest relationship. It's not that he needs to, like, divulge everything about his romantic past but the fact that he like intentionally lied about this thing is setting a really bad foundation for a relationship Mm. yeah that's that's what i'm saying setting the saying it's okay to lie to people and then but it's not okay but like you have to tell the truth when you after you get tested Mm -hmm. right and you actually have the disease okay but he like why are you building a relationship During on lies? During that morning scene, he's like, oh, I don't know why I told you I was a virgin. I'm not a virgin. He doesn't yes, say Yes, he that. does. Sam says that he was a virgin, and David's like, oh, no, I'm not. 
But I okay. thought... Okay, well, oh yeah, when, because that when prompts... When the HIV thing happens, then nope. he says, like, I lied to you because I wasn't a virgin before. No, he lied about specifically sleeping with Jules. He, like, didn't disclose specifically about Jules. It was uh, when they were outside of the movie theater, when they confessed their love for each other, and he's like, oh, I lied about being a virgin, and he's like, okay, well, then we gotta get tested. Because mm. then, because then Sam brings up getting tested again. Mm. Like, he's, he brings it up. So maybe they're, like, I, I think I just blacked out. Maybe the movie's for bad. That, <laughs> for, for the montage, because nothing was happening during the montage. Like, <laughs> like, like, there was no exposition. It was just a very long montage. It was like, what, five minutes? It wasn't that long. Right. Than- now I'm getting it all, all mixed up. But I didn't think that he had confessed to not being a virgin until they'd already been in a relationship for a while. I feel so, like it happened during that morning scene. Because he corrects Sam when he says that David is a virgin. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm gonna disagree. I feel like, I don't know. Because I feel very strongly about him lying about this, and I feel like I would have caught that. But, you know, sometimes it's <laughs> wrong, so I don't know. I'm just gonna say I don't know. So, <laughs> our next scene is uh, Jules, the apex of his villain arc. Yes. Him and Jane are, like, in Jane's office. She runs a fashion blog, and so she's, like, trying on and off certain clothes to take pictures, and she's got, like, stuff hung up around the room. And Jules is sort of sitting in an office, in her office chair, like, zoning out. And she very innocently asks, she's like, oh, you're not usually home during the day. Like, why, why are you home during the day? Uh, and he like gets super defensive. He's like, I'm not allowed to and be at home during the day. He's like, you're allowed to be at home during the day for reasons. Yeah, he's doing the thing that um, a lot of people do when they're like keeping a secret, which is assumed that other people are also keeping a secret. So he's like accusing her of cheating, basically. Mm. I don't think, I, I didn't get the, the, the vibe that he was accusing her of cheating. I think like he was getting just, it's more defensive. Like, oh, why are you asking me all these questions? Mm-hmm. Like. Are you suspicious of me? Yeah. Like, you know, I have nothing to be suspicious of. But then he's like, what are you doing during the day that you don't want me home for? Mm, projecting. Oh, okay. Projecting. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I've written here, just because your side piece broke up with you doesn't mean you can lash out at your wife. She works from home. <laughs> She's allowed to ask you questions. Yeah, and then he starts throwing around the F word. Mm-hmm. Like your effity brother and stuff and and she's like yo you need to stop saying that and then she promptly smacks him i that was the best yeah. moment of her yeah i loved was, when she like, do not call that. my brother that and slaps him that was a good smack too not gonna lie <laughs> that was a that was a good like she wanted to do that the whole <laughs> i think she was just sick of being in the movie. and he and he responds <laughs> by attempting to sexually assault her yeah like that whoa yeah that was so scary that was this scene is so like it comes out of nowhere too which makes it even more intense I'm, yeah like because the movie's been the movie is a bore <laughs> but it's been yeah really mu- like really mundane this really scene boring. is also shot from like a single angle and it's very voyeuristic we're like in the doorway of this room and it looks like we're just sort of like hanging around the corner from the doorway, like, looking in on this scene, and I thought that that was a good choice. I agree, I agree. Uh, then we get some lovely mood whiplash of David and Sam <laughs> hanging out outside the movie theater. Uh, David really likes Grease. Grease is just okay. And it's also, like, Grease? not... <laughs> no, no, Grease is bad. Grease is okay. And it's also no. not... You're both offending so many people It's right now. also not good, a good. gay musical... 
And so I feel like if they want David to be a musical theater gay, then his favorite musical should be one of the gay ones. Uh, that's just my opinion. <laughs> if it was Rent, then this would definitely... That, I think it is Rent because of how, like, basic he is. Mm-hmm. Like, how... Mm-hmm. How childlike Rent he is. Rent is very how, like, baby's, first, ignorance. baby's first gay musical. Yeah. yeah. But, like, Grease is so bad. <laughs> Sam says that he can't be yeah. straight be, uh, because... David is like, you don't like musical theater, you're so straight. And Sam's like, I can't, I yeah, can't like, be straight. I love Meryl Streep. <laughs> Like, how, I, that interaction's so stupid to me. Like, I don't like Meryl Streep, even though... No, I don't like Meryl Streep. I'm not a fan. Like, I, it's not that I dislike her work. It's just that I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. And I also don't like musical theater. Like, does that make me straight? Oh, my God, David, you're so straight. Yeah, last time I checked, I am not straight. <laughs> like, again, it's using, like, how is straight an in, 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 in insult? Mm-hmm. David... It, like, why is that <laughs> David then invites him to like come to london when he moves to join the dance company which is going to happen at like the end of this summer or whatever and uh they say i love you to each other September. for the first time yes uh and they say i love you to to each other for the first time and it's kind of cute and then sam earns his big weirdo status i don't understand why making a commitment to each other means you have to now have unsafe sex i uh, yeah again like why is locking in a relationship having unsafe sex? Yeah. Like, it's... That's very... Narratively, it's the excuse for him to go get the test. But also, quick PSA for real life, you should get tested regularly if you're sexually active. Also, it's, like, kind of, like, subliminal heteronormative type mm-hmm. shit. Like, you're locking in your partner by getting them pregnant, which is which means you're having unprotected sex. Mm-hmm. They could have just had him go to the doctor and get a routine test. Yeah. Uh, the thing that Sam says specifically is, I love you and I want to be with you. And, like, apparently he can't do that and there's latex involved. Like, I do not understand. <laughs> also, the cameraman was drunk. <laughs> Honestly, like, what the... F- like, I don't understand. I don't get it. It's like running around them. I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> the director is just... Leon Lopez is... <laughs> hey, Leon. I don't know. Come on the pod. We want to talk. <laughs> yeah, were, were you okay? <laughs> directing this movie uh then we get another voicemail message because this is a movie about voicemail messages jane leaves one for jules demanding to know why he tried to hurt her and then she apologizes and it's like girl you do not need to apologize you did nothing wrong yeah yeah uh get out of that relationship you were just assaulted yeah she like stays with him up until the like the last kitchen Mm -hmm. scene he can't... Like, she was... She came in all fine and dandy. She was happy, like... da 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 It really like, feels like the movie's just, like, glossing over the fact that a sexual assault just mm-hmm. happened. Again, like, points are being... Like, points are being made, but there's nothing... There's no meat. Mm-hmm. Like Hal said. There's nothing there. Jane is... Not Jane. Jules is too busy to pick up the phone because he's cruising at a local park. <laughs> and he meets up with the most disgusting, like, old man who's, like, smoking a cigarette. And he gets, like, head from him. And he's like, oh, I'm not enjoying this. I'm like, have you heard... Bro, like, have you heard of Grinder? Like, people have iPhones. Like, like, dude, like, David has an iPhone. Mm-hmm. And you're on cruising spot. Like, there's something called Grinder. Like, you can do better. Uh, then we get Jane coming home, very sad about Jules, her and Jules having this big falling out. 
uh, Jules finds her crying as completely unsympathetic. Does not comfort oh, his yeah. crying wife even a little bit. He's like, oh, I'm and sorry. Like, I know that I did something wrong. I'm shameful. You don't deserve this. And he pulls the, it's not you, it's me yeah. line, which just oh, so gross. And then he's like, I love you, Jane. Woo. Shut up. Get off my screen, like, that's, actually. That's, that's the most blatant abusive relationship like in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's clearly abusive. It's like especially when that man starts losing it like yeah. But like David also, and yeah. Why does everyone say Jules's name so much in the dialogue? I don't Do they yeah. think we won't remember what his name is? I did not notice this. It's probably the highest paid actor. I I just I started like flinching every time someone said Jules out loud. Because it was every, sometimes, in this conversation, it felt like every single time Jane spoke, she said I did not notice. But I say people's names in the conversation all the time. But not, not like this. <laughs> it was constant. Again. It was really, it, that's a pet peeve of mine, so I always notice it in dialogue in movies. Yeah. But it was really bad. Again, these people are robots. <laughs> like, this is not, humans don't act like this. They, they don't. Like, this movie, like Hal said, this movie is really normal. Mm-hmm. It is. It's very, it's, it's extremely basic. mundane. It's so normal. Like, probably, hall, it's Hallmark. However, it's to the point where it's, like, uncanny. Like, like you're, you, like, you know these are humans. You know this is an experience. Mm-hmm. But this is not how life works. So it, it is not a how horror movie. humans work. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. It horrified me. <laughs> it did horrify me. Like, it felt like I was watching, like, a Gaspar Noe film. Like, <laughs> constant jump cuts and, un, like, unaddressed plot lines and stuff. Like, you said it was an expression, like, an attempt on an expression film. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's an attempt. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely an attempt. Um, <laughs> like, I could see it, but... She demands to know if he's cheating on her, and he lies like a lying liar, and <laughs> says that, like, the reason that he lashed out at her is because of work. And I'm just gonna say it. If your job makes you hit your wife, you should quit. You should Yeah, quit. really. I wrote the exact same <laughs> thing down. Yeah. It don't, I don't care what your job is or how much you make. If your job makes you hit your wife, quit. This scene is really long. We get this super long, it feels long mm-hmm. anyway, reconciliation scene here. And given what happens later. Why? <laughs> yeah. The, I really like, he says that they should stay together for Steph's sake, for the sake of their daughter. And she says, no, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it for our own sake, which is a good line and a good sentiment. That's why Jane is a, like, a good character mm-hmm. that is plagued by a bad director. <laughs> And then they... Because, like, she's oblivious blonde trophy wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then she, like, all of a sudden becomes a good character. Mm-hmm. Like, after that slap... stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Like, she slaps him, and uh, all of a sudden, her brain turns off. <laughs> like, and she's like, she's like, yo, this man is actually, like, off his rocker. <laughs> like, something's up. And then they spoon on the couch, and... Jules has this like thousand yard stare going on while like a very on the nose R and B ballad plays, <laughs> like a very I, I don't know why I'm making these decisions. My Garbage. life Garbage. is falling apart, and it's my fault. Okay. Ba, ba, uh, uh. <laughs> That's literally the yeah. song. <laughs> okay, so Sean Green. Yes. If you ever hear this podcast. <laughs> You're a, you are a horrible composer. Don't hey. No, 
horrible composer. None of the music in this movie. I did, I feel like this R&B hit is a licensed song. Sean didn't okay. do this. If Leon... He did the score. Sean, come on the pod. I okay, you need to explain it. If Leon was responsible <laughs> for this, like, for this composing, I, like, if there was, like, a somber, like, like, atmospheric kind of, like, acoustic track, I would be okay with it. The movie would still be trash, but I would be okay with it. But then this garbage radio pop plays all of, like all of a sudden there's no like build up to it it just plays like someone like mm-hmm. forgot to press the play button you know at the right time and they're like oh shit i gotta press it and we just get and it's blaring it's loud it's loud there was like i i wrote a note down like where it was just like during things during like a mon- the montage it was like it's just loud crappy music and no talking and <laughs> That's what a montage is. Nothing led up to ah. like there's no lead up to anything in this. Things just happen. Like it's a fever mm-hmm. dream. So then we get David hearing back from the clinic. He then leaves a message on Sam's voicemail. Uh, says that dinner at Jane's is canceled. They're supposed to like have dinner at Jane's place so that Sam can meet the family for the first time. He says that dinner is canceled because he has to go and confront Jules without Sam being there because now he has his test And prior to that, he got a voicemail from Uh, the doctor saying you need to come and talk about your test results, which is like a cue Mm -hmm. for, oh yeah, he's got it. Yeah. Jane prepares for their big dinner. She's cooking and like making everything really nice. Jules calls her lazy for asking him to open a bottle of wine. And that is how we know that he has not changed. Yeah, what an asshole. You just attacked your wife, and now you're yelling at her for doing all the work. Mm-hmm. Rewind a little bit. Is it bad that I I didn't feel bad when the when when David found out he was positive? I no, I did not bad. feel bad for him. You don't. Also, David's a terrible person. <laughs> I'm like, yo, is Sam good? Yeah, right. Like, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Right. And Jane, I felt bad oh, for Jane. Like but Jane no, David, and Sam, no. I was like, yo, and then I'm like, the kid. Mm-hmm. Like and it's yeah. Uh, David arrives without Sam to dinner, and Jules is all concerned about him. He like hasn't seen him in a while, and it's like, oh, where's Sam? Are you okay? Are you and Sam okay? And I hate him. I hate him. I you know hate more him. crazy? David didn't call his sister mm-hmm. first. He called Sam first. No. So he's slowly. Yeah. He didn't tell Sam no. about his results. He was just like trying to create a situation where he could talk to Jules and or Jane without yeah, Sam being but... there. I'd have been like, yo, sis, we in trouble. <laughs> yeah, he is a horrible, Well, David's a terrible person, Horrible twink. That's the episode title. <laughs> Actually worse. Uh, Jane leaves the room for a second, and Jules gets way too close to David. Like, get away from him. Like, His whoa. go-to move is to just invade yeah, it's people's gross. personal space. He's like, Go away. Like and this, then, this and then, horrible. oh my god. David said it's been eight weeks, and Jules says... You've been counting too in this like fervent way. Yeah. Like, stop! Gross! Like, disgusting! This, this character's disgusting. And like, the whole time you just think, yeah. he just reconciled with yeah. Like, this character's horrid, but it's, what are you doing? he's played so well. Yeah, like, this you, actor's good. You gotta give it to the actor. The character is detestable. Actor, <laughs> fantastic. Good, props to you. Um, da- Daniel Brocklebank, come on the pod. Actual king. 
for this performance. <laughs> Jules also says I love you. Because guys. he didn't say it before. Yeah. And he's looking for ways to snag David again, to like reel him back in. Yeah, it's like, oh, back. well, I didn't lie before and say I love you, so I should lie now and say I love you. No! And then David's like, how many men have you been with? Yeah. He like wants, he asks how long Jules has been sleeping around. Uh, Jules lies and says that David was his first. David is really pushing him like, how long have you been sleeping around? And how many people have you been with? Because I need to know this information. And he finally like confesses to Jules that he's HIV positive. They never say I'm HIV positive. They say I've got HIV. Yeah. Which is like a weird way to phrase that. But like, I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) And, like, again, like, this character's played so well. He's horrible, but he's played so well. Like, the first people he thinks about, well, after David screams at him, blah, 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 he's like, he doesn't think about himself. Mm -hmm. He thinks about his family. He's like, holy shit. No, he says, David says, I'm HIV positive, and Jules thinks that he's joking. He's like, don't play around right now. Yeah, well, and then Jane did that in the kitchen scene. We'll get to in a, a little bit. David specifically is worried about Steph because depending on how long he's been doing right. this, Steph could have been infected like from the time she was born. Right. Jules rules out Steph, which is good, I guess. Uh, I've written yeah. here, what if this movie is just a 90-minute <laughs> PSA about safe sex practices? <laughs> I mean, it is. Uh, then Sam is here! Jules is also like, you can't Sam shows blame up, me for like, what's happened. <laughs> yeah. How did he know, like... I mean, it's been two months. He maybe knows he where said, Jane lives. He said, yeah, he said that he, David said, dinner is off. I'm going to babysit Steph. And so Sam shows up like, I want to like keep you company while you babysit Steph. In a suit. And yeah. <laughs> like all dressed up for dinner. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like you just said, like you could have came in your fort, like just some, yeah. that's maybe bullshit. Maybe he had no time to no. change. He did come right after work. He came right after maybe. work. But we never got what he did. Like, we don't know what he did does though he does something that requires a suit yeah he's business boy that's how he that's how he affords the cocaine also he's on he does he definitely is in the business sector yeah coke is expensive he definitely works works in a cubicle (laughs) and also it's like cubicle culture yeah they do cocaine and it's not cheap Sam is hurt that David lied to him and thinks that David might be ashamed of their relationship. Uh, Jules demands that David tell Sam about what's going on. Hi, Jane. She's here now. Sam asks... That was the best moment. I laughed. I, I, I like, cackled. She's like, oh, Sam scene. made it after all. You said he was going to miss dinner, but she, but he's here. Hi, I'm Jane. Kiss on both cheeks. Also, oh, my God. When Jules introduced himself to Sam, that handshake was Oh, rough. disgusting. Disgusting. This character is, like, <laughs> man. Then they move into the kitchen. This is the scene that I thought was filmed very well. We keep getting very uncomfortably close to the characters' faces, and Jules specifically is isolated in the frame a lot. Even (laughs) when characters are like, like kind of alone in the frame, there's always like parts of other characters on the edge of the screen so that they are connected. But whenever the camera is on Jules specifically, he is completely alone. Okay. And then again, we get this awful cinematography where the 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 cameraman is either dr- is either drunk. I just said that the cinematography. No, the cameraman is either one horny for the actor, and wants to sniff his nose hairs, 
or he is hammered because again jarring like okay he's crying he's breaking down like he's having a very just like emotional like a very distressing moment right like this is the climax of the movie Uh and it's just a close-up of Uh him with the camera slightly shaking and going in and out of focus like, <laughs> I'll be honest, I didn't write any notes about the camera work in this mess. scene because it's such it's a, a mess, mess in every other way the, that the I was like overwhelmed. The best shot in the kitchen scene was when the camera was behind Jules and we saw his back. Again, it's a butt shot, I get it, but it's when Jane is like realizing <laughs> what's happening, like what, like what's happened. Like that was a good shot. Like mm-hmm. those shots are pretty good. Like she's like far away yeah. and she's like, oh shit. Like like she's be- like detached. For- like she's finally her world's crumbling, right? Like her. Mm-hmm. David tells Jules to tell yep. Jane about the affair, and Jules is a coward. Yeah. He couldn't say it. I hated that he couldn't David's say like, it. Yep, mm-hmm. we've been having an affair on and off for two years. She's like, oh, that makes it better. <laughs> Again, this <laughs> movie would be up. fantastic. Oh, sorry. I've written here, Sam, you're fine. They broke yeah. up before y'all got together. True. But Which again, true. this movie would be phenomenal if, like, Jane... Again, it's perpetuating a really negative trope on, like, the, the mad housewife thing. But mm-hmm. if this was just, a, like, a murder thriller, like, she just just like pulls out a knife if she stabs him this is like the last like 30 minutes of the movie she stabs him and the rest of the movie is just them covering up this justifiable homicide yeah (laughs) better film yes better film like there are moments in this film where like dread like the uh, the director wants you to feel some sort of dread like something really bad has happened but then Mm -hmm. nothing happened Mm -hmm. the the bad thing happening is the hiv positive yeah and that lead up wasn't even that good. The best, the, like the 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 voicemails from like Stacy and the mom and stuff. That mm-hmm. was the mm-hmm. most tense part of the movie. I was like, oh my goodness, like what's happened to this man, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the people who've watched the movie for the first time are like, they probably I don't know if they felt the same way, but you know what I mean, like. But the lead up to the mm-hmm. HIV thing was like one voicemail from a monotone doctor. And, like, we don't even get the conversation. We just get him walking out with the paper. Like, mm-hmm. we're supposed to assume that he's positive. Like, it's pretty on the nose, but, like, <laughs> if it was a better director and he, if he was subtle about it, we wouldn't know. I mean, we kind of mm-hmm. got it from, obviously, his facial expressions, but everything else was on the nose. David also says in this scene, we didn't mean for it to happen. Okay, Shut what? up. Ever. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it was a drunken mistake. But for two he years? was risking it all. It was, yeah, for like, years. drunken mistake every holiday. And apparently... Outside mm-hmm. of holidays, too. Mm-hmm. Then don't get drunk on holidays. <laughs> then Jane says to Jules, I gave you the chance to be honest with, with me. Literally, she did everything right in this yes. situation that you could. And then Jules says, it was just sex. I'll kill you. I'll yeah, kill you. Yeah, it's actually you. horrible. Like, ugh, you can't justify that. And then the bombshell. Right. Talks about his his positive status. Uh, um, Jade has a right to be upset with David is the thing that I have oh, written yeah. here. Um, she throws everyone out. She's like, get out of my she house. She displays queen energy. Good for her. David is like <laughs> desperately trying to like get her to understand that she might also be positive and like she needs, because 
Jules is the only person besides Sam that he's had sex with. Sam is negative, therefore he must have gotten it from Jules. And if Jules and Jane have been having sex, then she could also be positive. And he's like desperately trying to get her to understand that that, that might be happening. And she cannot process this information Please. right now. Too busy throwing people out. Like, absolutely not. I need my space. You all need to vacate your negative energy out of my yeah, house. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And 100%. then obviously we see nothing of her. Uh, David's mom only exists in voicemails. Uh, she's very upset. More upset about the affair than the HIV thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all, but also, she says, this is bigger than me or your father can handle, but specifically about the HIV. Like, you can't handle your son being chronically ill now? He's not chronically ill. Yet. Yeah. Uh, then we get the park scene. <laughs> Them in the I, dark uh, on this park bench is so Sam, bad. Like, <sighs> Sam, like, dude... Why? Why? <laughs> this... Sam is upset that David didn't tell him about the affair, even though it was over before they got together. Uh, that's a little annoying. But also, he questions whether David but he is lied lying about from it. the get-go. But it was... I'm saying it's not his business to, like, freely divulge his past in that way, but to lie about it like that mm. feels bad. Why are you lying if you want to have a good relationship? And then you couldn't even tell your partner in private right away about your status. And instead you let it blow out like that. Like, no. Well, he, want, he wanted he to confront. I think this is what the plan was. I'm going to confront Jules. Jules is going to tell Jane about the affair. Then I can tell Sam. That's I what the plan was, I think. Probably. But if you're if you call Sam first canceling dinner i feel like you, you should be like hey we got to talk about something and then you confront jules mm -hmm. i think it was just an excuse to get sam in the scene mm -hmm. so that he could hear it too oh definitely because it doesn't make sense for them to like break up or stay together if it's not the end of the movie because that's not the resolution we mm -hmm. want yeah i mean sorry that that's the resolution we want we, we want to see if the love interest sticks around right. apparently uh, he questions whether David is really in love with him because, like, how can he do that to his sister? And if he can do that to his sister, is he capable of being in love with Sam? That's also weird. This this scene just gives me stress. I'm so sorry. I, <laughs> I don't mean to interrupt, but like, oh my, it's so bad. They talk very frankly about how he can like live a normal life with HIV and how Sam has been in relationships where, with people who are positive before and it's like this movie is just a 90 minute P PSA about safe sex. Yeah. I really hated David. I hated David in this scene more than Sam to be honest because David's just like having a pity party the whole time. Well he's despondent. And, like, he's am like, I supposed to he care? can't process what's going, what's going on or what Sam is saying. Sam is like trying to hearten him and David just keeps repeating the the things that he's done that have ruined his life. He's just like, I slept with my brother-in-law, I have HIV over and over and over again because he cannot like that's the only thing that's happening in his brain right now. I get that. However, <laughs> Sam made a very bad decision by staying with him. Because David gives him an out. He like, I have to, we can't do this anymore. I can't do this to you. Tries to break it off. And Sam is like, I no, actually, we're fine. For once, David made a good decision by trying <laughs> to break it off with Sam. Saying like, I am not ready for a real relationship. Because apparently I am 
naive and I don't understand people or like I don't understand relationships mm-hmm. and then Sam's like no I'm gonna be that knight in shining armor to swoop in and save you there's also some gross like parallelism happening that I don't know if the writing intended but David says that you deserve better than me to Sam which is exactly what Jules told Jane during their like big fight reconciliation yeah. earlier. Uh, then an undisclosed amount of time passes David goes to see Jane, runs into Jules as he's picking up the last of his stuff. Jane comes out of the house. She, like, thinks that the two of them have reconciled. She's like, oh, are you picking up Jules? David's like, no, actually, I don't want anything to do with this man. I'm here to talk to you, my darling sister, who I want to reconcile with. This scene is great. Mm Mm-hmm. Jules says, <laughs> Jules says, I'll leave you to it. And I've written, to write you will. To write you will. You will absolutely leave them to it. <laughs> Go away. Jane, like, didn't want to see David again, but David wants to, like, apologize. Uh, we also get confirmations here that Steph is negative, so that's good. Uh, Jane is positive. That's bad. Yeah. David's also acting like it's his fault that Jane has HIV, which it is not. No. Even if the affair had yeah. never happened. Jules was still sleeping around with, like, unknown persons and being unsafe and therefore contracted the illness and would have passed it on to Jane. And he doesn't make that connection. Yeah. Again, like, he's, uh, he has not changed. He's still a dot. And she calls him soft lad, but mm-hmm. she means it this time. You can, mm-hmm. like, see it on her face. Like, she means, it. like, you are a dipshit. <laughs> you are the dumbest human being alive. Just get away from me. And they fully don't reconcile in the scene. No, they don't. As they're they should at not. a stalemate. Good. If they would have reconciled, mm-hmm. I would have thrown my computer. <laughs> but then the next uh, scene almost made me throw my computer. It's such a tone shift. We close <sighs> with uh, David in the dance studio again, and Sam the picks worst him scene up in the movie. for like after practice, and that's how we end. I hate that resolution. <laughs> the tonal shift is so weird. The music that plays over the scene of Sam picking. David up at the dance studio sounds like a prescription drug ad. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I have written here in in giant letters. I think it's I took up the whole my whole sheet of paper. Um, <laughs> Ruins sister's life, then gets to live dream and be happy. Okay, movie. Um, and that's the <laughs> But he's in London now, and she's in Liverpool, so they're like not they're separated. Sh- her <laughs> life, her life is in mm-hmm. shambles. Her life is in shambles, and he gets to run off. Like, his life is completely... If anything, his life has improved. Like, okay, he has HIV, but that doesn't mean much because there's medication and treatment, and you can live mm-hmm. a normal life. She, on the other hand, we don't know. Like, we don't know. Like, okay, mother who does blog at home probably had health insurance from, from mm-hmm. husband. They're now divorced. She, there's so... We, I, if this movie was, like, Jane's movie, I think it'd be a good movie. <laughs> Because I want to know what happened to Jane. I want to know, like, what's yeah. Jane up to? Like, fuck David. Like, the fact that he gets to be happy is insulting. Yeah. Personally to me. But it's really insulting. Like, I want to know mm-hmm. Jane. Like, if this movie is, like, you know, normal misogyny, then cheating husband's businessman, so he probably has insurance through business mm-hmm. company, right? Normal tropes. Like, like basic, like, uh, trains of thought, right? Connections. So, <laughs> she's fucked. You know, although she might get alimony or uh, the prenup, mm-hmm. right? If I don't know if that's a thing <laughs> in England. Like, I don't know if there's a divorce court in England. It probably is, but... I mean, she's staying mm-hmm. in the house, so she gets to keep the house. But I don't know. Like, she, her life is, like, completely upside down. Fuck. Yeah, why doesn't Jane get to be happy? 
Yeah. I'm saying because Jane ends up very not happy. Yeah, that that last scene was <laughs> so that... insulting. If it would have ended at the argument, mm-hmm. I'd have been okay. Uh, so yeah, that's Soft Lad 2015. <laughs> Final thoughts: This movie is good for 35 minutes, and no. then it is bad. <laughs> it's bad the whole time. <laughs> My final thought is this movie is a waste of 90 minutes. <laughs> Just listen to this podcast episode instead. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, you'll have a better time. But like it had its moments where it like it tried it did okay, and then it just it didn't follow through. You can find the show at but is it underscore gay on Twitter. We're okay, but is it gay on TikTok? Uh, David, are you on the internet? Yes. <laughs> no, not really. But uh, if you want to watch a good movie mm. um, about dancing gay men having romantic things happening between them, uh, <laughs> five dances mm-hmm. by by alan brown is a decent movie from what i remember it's an expressionist film i think it's expressionist because it's very little talking Uh it's quiet most of the time so it's mostly just dudes dancing and falling in love sounds great autumn are you on the internet uh i'm on twitter at autumnal underscore season oh yeah thanks for listening everybody thanks for sticking around for season two we'll be back next week with a new movie and a new guest until then stay gay (laughs) 